Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Get your brand on board with our pod with a sponsorship campaign and get into the earphones of 100,000 plus highly engaged listeners within our show and across ACOS other famous podcasts. I'll even come up with a creative for you. Get in touch via producerpool.co.uk and we'll have a chat about how it works. Hello and welcome to another edition of Insane in the Membrane. Insane in the Membrane. Greetings one and all. It's that time again where we cram ourselves into your ears with another magnificent episode of this great podcast. Thank you all for still being there, for listening and for spreading the word. We really do appreciate it. Um, I tell you what, do you know what, right? Before we get into the admin, what's going on with everybody listening to Phil Collins again? Everyone's listening to Phil Collins. Phil Collins is everywhere I go. He wasn't cool for ages. No one liked him. It was off the charts how much nobody liked him. And now everyone's liking him. Paul Sweeney, my mate Paul Sweeney has been listening to No Jacket Required on a loop. I mean, I just, I just don't know. I don't know what's going on with the kids these days. We're all digging Phil Collins. What's going on, hey? I don't know. Bootcut jeans as well. They're coming back. Bootcut jeans. But we'd bin them off, mate. No, making a comeback. I can't keep up with it all. Anyway, let's get into the admin before we get into the episode. Uh, we've had some reviews. We had a review on Podbean, which is nice. Is a Simon Gunning episode was the best yet. Really interesting. Uh, many thanks, Doug in Berkshire. Thanks, Doug in Berkshire. That's very kind of you. Thank you very much. Thank you for being there, Doug in Berkshire. Thank you to all of you for being there. Uh, we got, and we got to say hello to some new Patreons as well. Uh, we've got BJ, Claire and Jordan who joined us over the Easter weekend. Um, if you're listening to this and you'd like to become a Patreon, please do. It's available through our uh, the links on the on the podcast you just press the link takes you right there and you can give us a couple of quid just to keep the likes on just to keep this thing going because without you it's just me sitting in a dark and padded room chatting to myself and uh, no one wants to do that so do that for us that'd be lovely also we want to push our radio show the tuned up time machine that producer paul and i uh, we that we do on Islington Radio. That's currently on the Mixcloud app. And all you got to do is download the app onto your phone, and then you've got a raft of magnificent radio shows to dig into and enjoy. You've got you've got the tuned up time machine. You've got Paul Gallagher's on there, Neil Liam and Noel's brother. You've got uh, James Walsh 
from Star Sailor. He's got his own show on there. Uh, we've got oh, there's all manner of people up on there. So jump up and listen. Our show's excellent. You should listen to that. Uh, that's what you have, have a look at islingtonradio.co.uk and that'll put you in the right place to show you what is what's going on. They've got they've got so much stuff coming up. Live stuff is going to be happening with them. So give that a shout. Go and have a look. You're going to love that. Right. Over on Insane in the Fembrane right now, we have the mighty Jenny Ryan. Jenny Ryan is one of the chasers from ITV's biggest show, The Chase. Uh, it was an absolute joy to have her on. So go and have a listen to that. So, on with this week's episode. I was joined this week by the magnificent comedian and all-round decent human being that is Christopher MacArthur Boy. I first became aware of Christopher we gigged together in Nottingham. Uh, we mentioned this in the episode, if I remember rightly, where we where we first met. We kind of just, you know, he's, he's a he's a he's a private dude. He likes his own space, does his own thing. But we kind of wandered around Nottingham. Uh, him, uh, we were joined by Paul Perry that day, just walking around the charity shops and the, and the vintage shops. And it was a really nice afternoon. It was night, and I was, I was like, I really like him. And I was really, I was like, I want to get him on the podcast. And he agreed. And it was a really nice chat again. He's very open, very candid about his his own struggles with his mental health, and you know, and that's the thing, isn't it? You you don't really know until you actually say to someone, "How are you feeling? How are you really feeling?" Then they actually tell you. You know, I've had that recently, very very recently, where I've kind of shut down and I've not really been talking to people about what I've been dealing with, like my own personal stuff, and letting the shadows get too much. The shadows get too much and not and not dealing with them and then it's only when someone actually says Are you really all right and you go nah i'm not actually um the shadows lift the darkness goes it's amazing i'm always going on about reaching out and i i should do more of it you get that thing you get burdened you think oh, i don't want to burden anybody else i don't want to worry them and or put it on them and it's cool because what happens is they'll turn around and I'll go, are oh, you all right? And they go, no, nah, I'll be struggling with this. And you have this conversation and it's a fucking amazing thing. You're opening up, you're both opening up and it's lovely. And so, yes, we should talk to each other. And that's why it was great to have Christopher on uh, to have that very chat. So without further ado, coming up is Christopher MacArthur Boyd. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. 
Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. A podcast from producer Paul.co.uk. Yeah, there he is. There Frank he is. McCannell. <laughs> oh, good to see you, man. I haven't seen you since, what was it, Nottingham, I don't think. Do you know what? That was the time we met, was in Nottingham. Yeah, it was, yeah. But I'd done a gig with you in Camden. Oh, yeah. The only time I've ever done a gig in Camden, where I nipped down, you were hosting. We didn't get to hang out, really. Yeah, it was nice seeing you anyway. And you, man. Yeah, it's always a pleasure. <laughs> we had a nice time in Nottingham. Uh, wandering around it was lovely that was a very pleasant weekend yeah uh, just yeah just thinking about it now I'm like oh man when was the last time I yeah made a friend do you know what I mean <laughs> it was just nice wasn't it there was no pressure on either of us it was just uh, you, yeah you like that I like that and we just kind of met in the middle it was really cool well, how many times do you do a weekend at a comedy club and then you meet somebody you don't know and then yeah. you go for a coffee, you go record shopping, you go clothes yeah. shopping. It was like a wee cute Monday, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Me, you and Paul, obviously. Paul, yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul Perry. That's it. But it's that, I think that's what I, at the beginning of all this shit that's gone on, I think that's, I said on Facebook, is like, that's what, that's, I think that's what's big, the biggest wrench for a lot of comedians was not just the gigs and the performing, it was the, the our little universe where we can be, we understand and accept each other, we're odd. We're odd characters, and we, we yeah. come together in these weird places, and and that's what got taken away, and so it left us kind of floundering in, for want of a better word, the real world, if you like. Yeah, you know? definitely. But also, I think the thing that I really like about doing the circuit and going on tour is like being by myself or meeting new people, and then going and having a coffee. Yeah, and flipping through records and yeah. like trying on a shirt and like <laughs> just because your day is so wrapped around okay get to this place do this task that takes like less than an hour once you get there yeah. the whole rest of your day is free so it's just like uh do you know just like wasting yeah. time professionally. yeah 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 because yeah, we're just i think that's something as well it was that my my whole day consisted of me waiting for the evening. It's like, well, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter what I do during the day because I've got that. That's the mm-hmm. thing I do. So it didn't feel like I was wasting time but, uh, as such. But then then that took, like, that got taken away. So now you're like, uh, I've got no, I, I, I'm just, it felt like I was just floating. I'm just floating around, nothing to hang on to. Yeah. You know? Like uh, there's a song by a band called Pup. And it's quite like a depressing song, but it's something like I feel like I'm untethered in a room without walls. Yeah, right. So just like fucking floating about, <laughs> having an absolute shiter. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And that's it, because I've always had that in my head. Like whenever I'm like uh, a wee bit messed up, what I like to do is 
just look forward like all right just now shite but like say when i was 14 like okay it's shite being alive just now but i do have tickets to see megadeth <laughs> in three months do you know what i mean so let's yeah. just stick about and we can do that it's good that you had that that way of thinking at that young age like you were like aware that things were shit but it changes <laughs> you know Aye. I mean, I don't know how you would even cope if things were just shit and you couldn't cope. <laughs> I mean, I guess but that's, that's the, yeah. yeah. But that's the thing, isn't it? Is there's a lot of people that are just stuck in this world of con- continual shit and can't see a way out. And and it, you know, it, I I I struggle with it as well. Like like with I have those days where I can't see, I can't see a light at the end of the tunnel, and, and I have to kind of really dig deep to find to find an exit to this darkness and it's that is yeah it's that to remind yourself that it's yeah it's shit but it's going to be good again and then it well, might be yeah. shit again you know well, that's the thing about what's happening just now is there are no gigs that you've got tickets for so yeah. you need to kind of make <laughs> wee things yourself like oh okay uh, you know i'm not going to go see megadeth at any point i don't know why i'm bringing up megadeth all the time but you know they've, they've not put a good album in 10 years but <laughs> that thing I'm like okay I've got a zoom quiz on Friday yeah. or uh, I'm recording a podcast on Thursday or just like wee things you need yeah. making events for yourself yeah guess. you're right man yeah. you're right but you've been doing Twitch as well haven't you what have you been doing you've been gaming you know, on there or I, I, that was a thing I've, <laughs> I've done that five nights a week for about six months wow. at the start of lockdown and then I just had a wee turn at Christmas and I went yeah fuck this man I fucking hate this even though I didn't hate it yeah it's just it's... <laughs> my life was shite around the Twitch but I blamed it on the Twitch yeah and yeah, now yeah, it's yeah, got yeah. to the point where I've kind of picked myself up and dusted myself down a wee bit headwise since Christmas but like I just can't go back to no. doing it again because I feel like I've lost even though I know that this is bullshit in my head I feel like I've lost the trust that the people like I had like 30 people which isn't huge but it's not shy either it's no. like 30 people a nice wee group who would come on every night and we would play games play video games and I would do a wee game show for them and shit Amazing. and it was a good laugh but I feel like I've kind of betrayed I felt like I've kind of betrayed their trust right by but, stopping doing it so I've just went none of that no more Twitch yeah. well, so like yeah you're building it up in your head and it probably isn't that at all you're but I mean, was it was it like you were up all night and then sleeping all day? Was I mean, that's that been my thing? life since I was like twelve. You know oh, I mean? really? So I've always been a night owl. Yeah. Uh, Stand up helped me because I would have to wake up at ten in the morning to get the train to yeah. get to fucking Manchester for five, so I could get dinner, so I could do the gig. So and then by the end of that, you're like, okay, that was a day's work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll go to sleep at like midnight. Yeah. But most, I mean, I've always had trouble getting to sleep like, even when i was like a wee boy you know like really? just like up till three staring at the clock i had a small soldier's clock i don't know if you remember that film it was about toys oh, yeah, that come yeah, to life yeah 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 it was like a kind of weird shit toy story yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but kind of violent it was <laughs> i had a small soldier's clock i just remember looking at it and going right that's been an hour i've been staring at this oh, or like a pokemon poster on my wall and i would just like go through every pokemon like like try to count sheep yeah. but counting pokemon <laughs> instead i always sat up at night i was a, when i was a kid it was i used to love sitting on my windowsill 
and then just looking out the window. And we lived on a quite it's a it's a lane. Mm-hmm. There's houses on either side, so it's a it's a it's a road, but it's a lane. So there's not many people at night, and I just used to sit there watching any animals that would creep about, and if mm. it, any weird fellas nicking petrol <laughs> from the cars and things like that, it just I just sit all night, <laughs> <laughs> bathed in the orange from the streetlight, and just sit there. That was what you had to do before reality TV. You just had to. Yeah. Uh, actually watch reality yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly and it's funny because yeah because the tv would stop at 10 30 right. and it would be it would stop at 10 30 and then you'd have the national anthem would play and that would be the end of tv and then <laughs> right let's yeah. watch the window yeah. <laughs> back to the window <laughs> let's then, see those petrol yeah. stealing guys <laughs> but what, what got me through when i got a bit older was listening to um like illegal radio stations so i'd have my oh yeah i'd have my radio under my pillow and then oh, I could just cool. listen to Radio Laser because that was like twenty four seven. So you'd have all these, I'd hear all these incredible. Like you'd find out about bands like you know Iron Maiden, and and then but then they'd be playing you know, Chic, and then the next one, <laughs> and you're like, what is going on? Yeah, you know, good times, man. Badass. So you always find it. You always find a way, don't you? You know. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, Twitch was having a, a bad effect on my sleep pattern because I kind of it wasn't as this. do you know the thing after a gig where you have like adrenaline and you're like kind of all hyped up Uh, I would have a very kind of small not as effective version of that with Twitch where I would be wired from performing for two hours Uh but um, I just didn't have the same rush but I would stay up and then I was I mean my sleep pattern's just absolutely fucked just now so that's why I took the, the late slot to record the podcast. <laughs> ah, well done, mate. It's just nice to have you on and see your lovely face. Well, thank you very but much. It's, but your, but that, it, it, that's a, the thing I've I've seen with these Zoom gigs, like which I imagine is similar to, to Twitch, is that you stood there and you're doing your thing. Mm-hmm. And whereas before we do a gig, and then you've got either you sort of sit around afterwards having a beer and a chat, or you've got a journey home. Mm-hmm. So you're processing all that that's gone on, and the the adrenaline's going to different places, and you kind of. But this is in your house, mm. and you and you you switch off your computer, and then you're sort of just. You haven't got the journey home. You haven't got the chat afterwards. So you're just yeah. sat with this weird energy that you don't normally bring into your house. Mm-hmm. You know, and you sort of stood there like, oh, fuck, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. One of my one thing that I miss so much is, cause I'm. In Gl- I live in Glasgow, mm. and then a lot of times I would gig in Edinburgh. You know, sometimes five nights a week I would go through Edinburgh, which is, it's only like, you know, it's an hour away on the train. Yeah. So, but I would have that walk to the train station, sit on a train for an hour, read a book, write, read my notes, get into the mindset for an hour, hour and a half, do the gig, hour, hour and a half, train home. Yeah. Which sounds like an inconvenience, but it's actually the perfect way to decompress. Because by the time I get home, I don't have any of that shite yeah. energy. Do you know, I don't have any of that fucking weird. <laughs> and uh, it is weird and spiky and odd, and you yeah. know, you've 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 done it. You've exerted yourself, but not you haven't been to the gym. No, you've just done it. You've performed, and now you and you had the adulation of a crowd as well, or you mm-hmm. had a bad night, and you had the the hate of the crowd, whatever, <laughs> whichever way it went that particular <laughs> night. <laughs> I don't think I've had a. I'm not pure bragging. I, I've not had great times every time doing a Zoom gig, but I've never had anybody be like. Actually, I have had people 
Yeah, that's not a story. (laughs) I just remember watching somebody doing a Zoom gig and watching somebody shake their head, stand up, and go to their kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Which I was like, okay, that's a new type of echo. (laughs) You see the screen go blank. That square goes dark. You know, all right, then. He didn't like that one. Fair enough, then. I do think kind of one thing about Zoom gigs is you get the nerves of it and you get the feeling of oh that was shite sometimes yeah. but you don't get the pure rush when it goes well it feels good when it goes well but I don't think you get the proper nah. oh I just changed my arm there and I pulled yeah. it off it's like having sweeteners instead of sugar it's, the, <laughs> it's not quite the same is it <laughs> I was going to say methadone instead of heroin but fair enough <laughs> well, I didn't want to go down that route because like, you mentioned Glasgow I don't want to go down those stereotype that, that bullshit stereotype avenue Growing up in Glasgow, the, mm-hmm. I, I, I love Glasgow, but I've only ever been there in the last sort of, I've only been going there in the last sort of 15 years, so I wasn't aware of it before. You know, oh, I always yeah. heard stories of it, and it was this. <laughs> what stories did you hear? Like tattooing. It was all like, oh, this <laughs> stuff goes on, and they're all mad, and they all, and it's violent, and it's exuberant, and it's this, and it's that. And so I don't really know what was it like growing up in Glasgow for you because it can't have been like that it must have been like all places it must have been good and bad oh yeah I mean there's yeah. there's nice bits and there's bad bits Um I would describe the area I grew up as so I grew up in the east end mm. uh, and the east end of Glasgow is a wee bit like the east end of London okay you know or the east end of New York like, <laughs> like <laughs> have you heard the thing about why the east end of a place is always like poor and why the west end of the place is always rich nah. it's because during the industrial revolution there was all these big chimneys in the middle of towns right and cause yeah. in the west in the western hemisphere there's a prevailing westerly wind so that would carry all the smog and the smoke for the factories in the middle into the east end of places uh, and then the west end of the cities would have like clean air so the rich people would go like oh uh, wow never heard that before ever yeah man that makes complete uh, sense, of course. I mean, it does. And then if you go to somewhere like uh, Sydney or Melbourne in the Southern Hemisphere, all their east ends are really rich and all their west ends are really... Because uh, the wind goes in the opposite yeah. direction. Wow, man. Yeah. See? All those books that you read. <laughs> it's starting to pay off now. I read that in a Wikipedia page, so it wasn't one of the books. <laughs> <laughs> but growing up would it have been I mean you're I mean you're you're a lot younger than I am but I mean I'm not, I don't mean to patronise you in that, any, no. in that way but you know had the was it easier for you to express like if you were really having a shit day was it did you were you able to tell people so I've spoke about this because I was thinking I was speaking to an older comedian once and they were like that's the thing about your mob you know you young people you're always talking about how you feel and that's great because you couldn't do that in my day but I think I was just at the tail end oh yeah like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> like it was still I was thinking about this there's so much stuff where like you could tell that in my like when I'm I'm 27 so this was like 10 years ago you could tell that things were about to get better mm. but they weren't good yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 like of, so like in the 70s and 80s the, there was like what like Thatcher was saying like people shouldn't learn about being gay in school I guess mm, yeah 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 so I'm in the 2000s I remember a poster on the school in my wall and a poster on the wall in my school and it was like the the slogan for pro-gayness was 
some people are gay, deal with it. Yeah. Which is good, but it also it does, it's too vague. <laughs> it's not specific enough about how you should deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To me, that's like, you know, uh, Goebbels having a poster that's like, some people are Jews, deal with it. You're like, that doesn't <laughs> yeah. sound doesn't like you're do dealing anything. with it in the right way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It sounds like deal with it, like deal with it. Like, yeah, let's deal yeah, with it. Let's, let's get deal it with it. Let's eradicate, <laughs> eradicate that. <laughs> so how uh, did that feel when you saw things like that? You know, no, I mean they, that was a good post. I just, I yeah. just like take the piss out, <laughs> shite slogans. Um, yeah, so I guess mental health um, and yeah, I mean there wasn't really people when it was starting to happen. Yeah, but like I remember trying to get help for like I've always been fucking mental like since I was a wee guy. So I've always been interested in trying to get help <laughs> for it. <laughs> um, and like uh, yeah maybe it was better in like other parts of Glasgow I don't know but certainly when I grew up it was mm. like do not talk about stuff like this <laughs> even if it's 2010 or 2005 yeah. or like 1998 or so like, I remember being like I remember coming home for school I mean this isn't a slight on my granny or anything right but I remember coming home for school when I was like 8 or nine or ten coming home for school and my mum and dad would be at their work so I would go to my nana's house I remember going to my nana's house and being and just like bursting into tears and my yeah. nana was like what's wrong and I was like I want to kill myself and I think that took her back loads <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. you don't expect a suicidal nine year old do you know what I mean <laughs> uh, so stuff like that you yeah. know people just, I think she was just like what, what are you talking about your nine like yeah, what was triggering that at nine? I mean, what just was it? Pure. Just where your head was at? I've I've always been mental, man. Just yeah. like always, like just freaking out. I think I've I've got really bad anxiety and I've got really mm. bad like uh, undiagnosed ADHD that nobody ever noticed because I'm quite laconic. Like I'm quite chill. Yeah, but I'm also like freaking out all the time. So, so like the I'm... duck on duck on water thing, where it's yeah. all yeah. Because when we were walking around in in Nottingham, and I'm like, Jesus, this cat is one chill dude. <laughs> like we were wandering around, and you were like, yeah, yeah, well, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go over here. I seen a bit, yeah, I seen it, and just you were just books and clothing, and what do you think of this shirt? I was like, yeah, it's a good shirt. You should get that shirt, and then it was all. But then you say that I had no no clue, no I clue put, underneath. I, I, what basically what's grown grown up where I grew up has done is I can put on a really good mask mm. where anything that's happening I can just have a face that doesn't care but you know it's it's not real you know what I mean yeah. but people say that, that it's good for it's, it's, I mean it's a great skill for stand up to, yeah. to be freaking out and then going on stage and I'm just like alright obviously I'm fucking like sometimes I'll know the face I'm putting on the fake face yeah right will be feel, like, actually feel it yeah, but then I'll look at my hand and my hand's like shaking. I've had mean? gigs like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no one knows. And then you're just like, oh, God, I can't even bring the mic to my face. Mm. Yeah. But you're, but, uh, um, and how did you deal with that? When you were a kid and you and you, you had all those weird thoughts raging around, mm -hmm. you wouldn't have really told anybody. No. What, I mean, I suppose you just get on with it, really. Because you just kind of. Yeah, you just put the head working, down, which yeah, isn't great, you know what I mean? No. Like, I wish. I remember, basically, it came to my head when I was, like, um, late, kind of late teens towards the end of school, and I had to wake up, 
and I was just dreading school because I hadn't done any of the homework because I just forgot. Mm. And I knew that I would need to go into school and deal with it and talk to other people and get shouted at and stuff. And I just went, I'm not fucking going to school. And my mum mm. was like, you, you need to go to school. And I just went, I lost the plot, started really? like slamming the door and shit, like I'm not fucking going to school. Fuck. And she was like, what's wrong? And I was like, oh, I fucking kill myself. <laughs> it became a bit of a catchphrase. Uh, <laughs> Here he comes with his catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I just started like fucking slamming the door. And then my mum was like, you, you've, you've lost the plot. <laughs> I was yeah, like, right. yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. And then I, I said to her, I was like, oh, I've got this phone number. There's this phone number I'd found. Like, phone this if you get suicidal thoughts. Phone this number. Um, it was a company called Glasgow East Regeneration. So I, f- but I didn't know that. I thought it was like called Suicide Hotline, right? So mm. I phoned it and I was like, oh, I'm like crying and shit. I was like, I, I, I feel like ending it. What did I do? And they were like, Glasgow East Regeneration? And I was like, Glasgow Yeast Regeneration? And they were like, Glasgow East Regeneration? I thought they were saying, like, yeast. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, they were making, like, craft beer or something. I was like, what? Like, for bread? They were like, Glasgow East Regeneration? And I was just laughing, like, fuck, because we just went on and on. And it kind of brought me out a wee bit. And yeah, I was like, yeah. no, no, I, I, I want to kill myself. <laughs> and they were like, uh, oh... Um, what age are you? And I was like, uh, I'm like 18. They were like, are you still in school? I was like, yeah, I haven't left yet. And they were like, right, if you want to talk to us, you're going to have to go to your pastoral care teacher and tell him we can't actually deal with anybody who's like uh, still right. in school. Just, and I was yeah. like, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot... <laughs> <laughs> but then like my pastoral care teacher, he was like, he was like also like he done I've had like classes with him and like we done like the school charity never mind the Buzzcocks panel show together do you know what I mean like yeah. I didn't feel as if I could go to him you know he was the he was the he was married to my fashion my higher fashion teacher I did wow. I did fashion at high school because I was a very okay. confused young man uh, <laughs> I didn't feel like as if I could talk to anybody so I just went Try to figure out stuff on the internet about therapy mm. and stuff, but basically that put me off ever talking to anybody about it. Yeah, right. So I've kind of had to self-medicate. So you haven't spoken to anyone since you've not been counselling or no. anything like that? You've just kind of accepted accepted that it's not wrong. Mm-hmm. You've just gone, that's who I am, and you've kind of carried it with you. You've, that's, you've dealt with it that way. Because I couldn't get any help for it, I kind of I found this thing on the internet, and it was like... Do you know what? I think it might have been a Doug Stanhope joke or something. I was listening, I was yeah. listening to a lot of stand-up at the time uh, when I was a teenager and I found, I can't remember who it was, but it was the best advice anybody's ever gave me. It was like, if you want to kill yourself, not fair enough, but like, okay, that's something you want to do. Why don't you think of the three things you would do if you could do anything? Try and do them. And once you've tried them and you still don't like being alive, you know, fair enough. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. give them a chance. So I thought of the three things, and it was uh, try stand up, uh, be in a band, and be a wrestler. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get on? <laughs> well, a stand up's been okay. <laughs> uh, I was in a band for like a year. Uh, we broke up because I 
stand up started going quite mm. well and then I was in a, I tried wrestling one time but it was fucking not for me I, <laughs> I thought it was faker than it was well that's it isn't it that's the that's the thing um uh, Scroobius Pippers talks about that the fact that it's still physical they're still oh. chucking each other around I mean it's planned and yeah. you, the outcome's planned but yeah. the actual doing I'm not like that like I I've never been like a sporty guy I'm not like I can't take getting hit very well <laughs> like I just <laughs> like uh, there was this uh, basically I was like a guy's manager when I tried mm. wrestling and right. my job was to grab this woman's legs while she was standing on the side of the ring, I would grab her legs and then my guy would like push her off. And then, so that was what was planned. And they went, right. And after that, she's going to hit you. And I was like, I've, n- I've never been to training or anything, so I don't know how to get hit. You just turned up. I just turned up. And they were like, she's going to hit you. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> and uh, basically, she slapped me so hard, this woman, that like, uh, like my cheek dug into like my row of teeth and I got like a line of ulcers all up the side of my and like blood started coming out my mouth and stuff perfect <laughs> and it was like a kids show so they were like why are you bleeding like why <laughs> why are you bleeding <laughs> I was like I'm okay I'm okay but I got a wee bit concussed so I, I figured wrestling wasn't really for me <laughs> nah no yeah <laughs> that's the thing like I've said to you they, they, it is it, people, people get fucking hurt man I've yeah. seen it seen it but it's that yeah well I mean when I was a kid wrestling wasn't the American thing it was it was Big Daddy and <laughs> oh yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Giant Haystacks and so it was all I remember my mum and dad went to see that they went they went to see Rollerball Rocco and uh, oh, yeah, a, yeah, a wrestler, yeah. wrestler called Cat Weasel and they went to yeah. see him in, yeah that was him and they went to see him in, I think it was in Lewisham or Catford or wherever it was mm-hmm. yeah yeah and they came back and they just smelled a smoke and the <laughs> it was all just you know it was in the 70s in, yeah, yeah late 70s so it just wasn't a sport it was just fat men fat just, men rolling about having a good time <laughs> yeah smoking and drinking pints and smoking fags and wearing leotards I mean yeah. the way I think about the 70s wrestling I'm like Fuck, I would have liked to have hung out because it seemed as if people didn't re- people knew it was fake but you know okay there's a guy called Cat Weasel who's like a scarecrow yeah. you know that was the thing <laughs> so. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there's Big Daddy and then the big the big news was that his real name was Shirley Crabtree mm. that was that was big news back then <laughs> this is what I was dealing with <laughs> Like, big news was that he had a girl's name for want of a better thing and then, <laughs> and, then and then later on on top of the pops you had uh, boy George turned up and everyone was like is that a, is that a, what is that a man yeah. is that a woman and it was ma- every time top of the pops was on that's all anyone talked about sure. and it's like your, the poster that you said that you saw you know, that, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like yeah people didn't know how to talk about the sexuality they just yeah it was all brand new back then it was all yeah it's, I had a wee thing like that the first day of high school because uh, my dad's a hairdresser mm. and when I was wee he would give me all kinds of weird haircuts like Mohicans and like dyeing a blonde streak through a wee evil yeah. fringe or, like shaving shit into the back of my head like do you know when people get like designs shaved in yeah yeah so I would have like wrestling masks and fucking <laughs> Like yin yangs shaved at the back of my head. <laughs> <laughs> but when I went to high school, obviously at primary school, I grew up with the same kind of 90 children as like yeah. my year. But then going to high school, and it was like a couple hundred, and people had never met me, and showing up with like a blonde streak through my hair and yeah. like uh, just like weird clothes and shit. 
Yeah. And people, I think people were asking me if I was like a transsexual because I had like right. dyed hair and I was a boy. Uh, so uh, <laughs> when people say, oh, you grew up recently, things must have been all right for you. I'm yeah, like, no. no, man, not in the East End of Glasgow. <laughs> no, not at all. And my son, my son is, uh, my two sons are about your age. So that's my youngest is 23. Mm-hmm. My oldest is 28. And yeah, for him, for him growing up, you know, he used to go to school with. I remember he had a, a red Mohican, mm-hmm. he had a green one as well, and that was in that was in, in his primary school. Mm-hmm. Then he went to yeah, when he went to high school, he's not walking around like that. Absolutely not. Not that wasn't my choice. That was him. He's like, no, no, I'm, I'm not. That's my dad said something to me. He was like, I think I got beat up at school or something, and I was wearing all this shit, <laughs> <laughs> like having this the haircuts and stuff. Because I had all that stuff in primary, and then when I got to secondary school, started getting beat up for like the hair and stuff. And he was like, "Listen, you can dress like this, and you can have this hair, but people are gonna fucking yeah. kick the shit out of you. So yeah. you can either have it, and that happens. And either way is cool, you know. Yeah. But that was he was right, you know. So I didn't go normal until I was like sixteen. So I grew mm. my hair long when I was thirteen or fourteen. And that was just confusing for people as well. Yeah. Like, people thought I was a ghetto a lot of the time. Not <laughs> even, like, slagging me, like, ah, you look like a ghetto, but, like, just drunk guys come up to me going, excuse me, hen, do you know the way to the pub and stuff? Like, people genuinely yeah. thought I was a ghetto and shit. So. Wow, man. It's funny that it's that... <clears throat> it's People don't... People feel threatened. It's not necessarily that they don't like what you're doing. There's an admiration in there somewhere, but they feel threatened because they don't have the confidence to really express themselves in that way mm-hmm. so that makes them feel bad and then they get yeah. angry and then so they so they lash out like, oh, you're... and it's all subconsciously all this shit going on yeah and all you've done is rock up in a hairstyle that you wanted and it's conjured up all this going, oh you i want to express myself in that way but i don't know how and, oh because mm. oh, i'm gonna punch you you know just... <laughs> <laughs> do you know i was also an asshole so you know oh, well, yeah, you i've got deserved it. <laughs> a wee bit yeah just like over familiar with people and like just awkward and overthinking stuff not an yeah. asshole but just a wee i have a bit in my stand up just now where i say you know i, I gotta be up a lot but it was always for a good reason you know like so <laughs> i completely understand where people were coming from but yeah looking back it's, it's i i just uh it was it, it seems like a long time ago now mm. looking back it, it seems like i lived further back in the past i feel like a time traveler <laughs> But that's what it sounds like, yeah, because we're, you know, like we said, you know, the, the older comedians have spoken to you and like, ah, oh, you know, you've had it easy. It wasn't like that mm-hmm. in my day. But then, yeah, it's it, like we're only now sort of understanding. I certainly am only now understanding what 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 it used to be like up until very recently. And it's only now we're having these conversations, you know, and it's only now that I've started to wear, be a bit more out there with what I wear. Because now mm-hmm. I'm suddenly like, no, oh, dress for me. I want to wear what I like. I'm... I'm not part of a thing anymore. I'm not. I don't want to be seen as a fan of any particular band. Mm-hmm. I just want to. I, and I really wish you just I had that yourself. as a kid. Yeah, I just want to yeah. wear what I want. I've got this. This I've got. I bought these. My uh, Jade went. <laughs> so I bought these shoes, but they got sequins on the front. Nice, right? And they turned up when I wasn't there. And uh, and then later on, I found out that Jade, my missus, had sent a picture of them to her friend. And gone, oh. and they're all a bit. They're like designer, but they're scuffed designer. And she went. I think Richie's buying old shoes off of eBay <laughs> to like, like some perversion. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, he's a like, shoe smeller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She thought they were like women's <laughs> shoes. Because <laughs> they had secrets in them. And I didn't know any of this. I didn't know any of this. It's just that we were we were taking pictures of something and I went, oh, I've got the just the shoes for this outfit. <laughs> and I put them on and I came out and she went, oh, oh, I thought... What? What did you think? She told me, and I fucking died. I died. I went, you can wear these. And she put them on. I went, look, they look wicked. I said, it's like, there's no real gender attached to these. And I went, if I want to, sn- if I want to sniff your shoes, I go in the hallway. Yeah, there's fifty pairs out there. It's always bad when your uh, your fashion choices come across as fetishes to other people. You know? Yes. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like there's this. I've had a, I've had conversations with um, trans people and talking about because um, they go oh I, I you know I put on a I put on a, a blouse and then I could feel I was feet I could feel something and then we had this conversation about but if you had a shirt and a blouse made from the same mm-hmm. material it's still that's it's not the clothing that's really changing it is it it's what's put on the clothing hundred yeah. percent I get I get the piss taken out me by more kind of traditionally masculine comedians. Oh, yeah. Because I wear a lot of shirts that could be referred to as blouses. <laughs> like, <laughs> this bad boy. Like, like, kind of flowing shirt. You know, like wearing a denim jacket. Where yeah, yeah. Kind of... I've seen you. I've seen you in full flow, man. It looks ex. <laughs> <laughs> I love wearing a blouse, though, man. Like, yeah. I used to have a, a shirt. And uh, one time, one of my friends noticed that, like, uh, the button's buttoned on the other side. Yeah. And oh, they were God, like, yeah. why you got a girl shirt? And I was like, I said to them, oh, I found it in a charity shop and I didn't realise it buttoned on the wrong oh, side. Oh, right, yeah. Like a girl's shirt would yeah. till I got home. But in actual fact, I did know. Yeah. <laughs> of course you did. Just you liked know? it. But I just like wearing nice. girl's clothes. Yeah. I like wearing kind of unisex clothes. Yeah. Like, uh, or not unisex, but like, I don't know. It's just, it's just nice. It feels kind of yeah. like different. Oh, revelation! Yeah. I've had, I've yeah. spoken about this on here before. A revelation that I had, and the guest did as well. I think the guest brought it up was well, women's jeans, wearing <laughs> women's jeans that have elastic, like they're like mm. they're more stretchy than yeah. the, than the fellas. The high waisted ones with change, it, yeah. yeah, changed my life. Mm. A pair of, I had a pair of I bought a pair of Dorothy Perkins just black plain <laughs> jeans. The best thing I'd ever had. They're still they're still you know they're still um, skinny for yeah. as skinny as I can get them and. Man, they feel great. Just it's, like, it's not like oh, I like feeling like you know, I feel like I like feeling like a woman. It's like it's comfortable. I like feeling like a guy in women's clothes. I don't know. <laughs> My issue with women's jeans, and I've tried a few on, is that because uh, you know, women's jeans and women's clothes kind of leave room for the ass. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm kind of flat. <laughs> so I feel like a real fucking pancake ass when I wear uh, <laughs> ladies jeans <laughs> Look, I remember going into a shop where because the fingerless gloves was, were all the rage oh, yeah, when I was at yeah. school but there was only one place that sold them and it was in the girls section mm. in the school uniform shop mm-hmm. and I remember going in there and I gave this massive excuse as to why I was buying them <laughs> Because it was in the girl section. I was yeah. like, oh, my sister sent me into one of these gloves and they're not for me, they're for my sister. <laughs> like, what colour do you want? I'm like, navy blue. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, and now I'm like, oh, I know we all go through those things. It's like, oh, I wish I just, I just oh, totally, it's just clothing, man. isn't it? But yeah. 
when I was when I was a teenager, it was the emo stuff was really uh, quite popular, mm. and all my friends were emos, and you know that was all kind of about like they had the fingerless gloves and the skinny jeans and yeah. the big. I think it was quite easy, really, the, the big kind of scene kit yeah. haircut and stuff. You know, there was a lot of stuff like that, and yeah, I wish I was. I wish I embraced it. You know, all my friends had their nails painted and I didn't, and I was like, oh. mm, I wish I was less of a metalhead and more of an emo. <laughs> Well, I wish I'd be. Yeah, I wish I'd been a bit more like that when I was a kid. It was when I got older. I've I think from from when I was like 22, 20, about twenty four onwards, mm-hmm. I've always looked like a van driver from Kent. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to be. I have but to, like a I trendy to, van driver. Yeah, from Kent, you know what I mean. Like okay, you drive the van, but you go to a rave <laughs> after the show. Yeah, but I can't. I have to be careful what else I embrace. Like mm. if I was going to like you know like paint my nails a different colour and things like that, and I'd have to really think about what I was going to pair that with. Oh sure. And think yeah. you can't just you can't. Adidas yeah. tracky yeah. top plus the painted nails. You're like I don't know, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Unless the colour on the nails matches the stripes. That's There's always that, oh, mate. You've reinvented the tracky. That's great. How about that? Oh like yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it later <laughs> on the way home. It's um. <laughs> It's yeah, it's a, it's a funny one. With and now, well, recently actually, I was in a shop and there were a pair, there was a pair of Nikes that I really liked, mm-hmm. and they were orange, yellow, and, and there was a uh, pink on them. Mm-hmm. But they only went up to an eight because they were in women's. Mm-hmm. And I, I just stood there. And I'm like, we're still doing that. We're still men's and women's, and especially mm-hmm. with trainers, that should just be universal by one now. One thing I've noticed with trainers that really bothers me is the new ways that they've targeted people with the adverts so i was listening to a podcast recently and you know it goes like Doo-doo-doo. yeah and then the the podcast comes in and it's based on your algorithm so it's the stuff you're interested in i was listening to a podcast recently and it went the acast uh, thing went off and it went um <laughs> and it was like uh, everybody's feeling that low down low energy feeling but there's now a way to deal with it adidas trainers <laughs> And I was like, are you genuinely telling me that what will fix my broken head is a new pair of trainers? So they should have come to you when you were a kid. And you're like, I want to kill myself. It's getting down shoe zone. I should have came home, told my grandmother I wanted to get myself. She would have went, have you tried Adidas trainers? I went, hey! Hey, da 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 Thank you, Acast, and thank you, Roseanne. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Going clothes shopping does bring a oh. certain amount of joy. I'm missing the charity it's, shops, man. It's it's bad to use consumerism as a way to deal with your mental health, but it does fucking work. You know yeah, I mean? <laughs> that's why Amazon. That's why Amazon. That's why Jeff Bezos has made 35 billion mm. quid in this pandemic. We've got nothing else, and it's just all we've got is the Amazon app. Yeah, just buy whatever fucking shit is on there just to get that little hit. Yeah, I'm a big video games guy, and um, used to be when I was a young man. Not (laughs) not trying to get nostalgic for the early 2000s, but when I was a young man, if you wanted a video game, you had to go to a shopping centre, go to town, forty quid, twenty quid pre-owned, buy it, take it home, play it now the PlayStation Store and the Xbox Store, you just get bored mm. and an advert will come up for something you go, I want to play that. Yeah. And then it'll go, do you want to spend 60 quid? And you go, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then next thing you know, you've bought fucking five games. You haven't even left your house. Yeah. It's uh, it's too easy. Well, we've been you know? set up. We've set up. Uh, we've got this big projector screen nice. <clears throat> with the projector, and it's connected. We've only we've got a, a Xbox 360. Okay. So we're, we're old school now. It's yeah, we, that's, that's, yeah, that's retro now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But what happened was we spent so long in this world driving around trying to find a security truck that we could just <laughs> nick the money from. Mm-hmm. We're not even playing the game now. We're just driving around killing people, mm-hmm. flying helicopters, doing all the cheats. <laughs> Fucking... And we were on it so long. I woke up next day. I genuinely thought I'd been somewhere. Yeah. We're in this world. <laughs> <laughs> I've had that a few times. There's a game called Fallout 4, which is about like uh, surviving in the post-apocalypse after a nuclear war. Yeah. And you've been in a vault, so you've survived it, and you come out and everything's irradiated and there's mutants everywhere and all the animals have got huge and shit. And there's these things called ghouls, which right. are like irradiated people whose skin's been melted by the radiation. Fuck. And some I remember playing that from 8pm to 7am an 11 hour and then I went out for a fag with the sun coming up at like 7 in the morning yeah and I fucking seen a ghoul out the oh. corner of my eye man and I went Aah! and then I realised <laughs> I realised yeah it's a big one he was like you alright I was like <laughs> get away from me melty skin man <laughs> well I've done that I remember again when, when, when Grand Theft Auto went from being like the, the first one was uh, from above, so it was the, sea, like, the seagull view. Yeah, like pure bird's eye view. Yeah, so you had you had all the uh, you had like the Harry Christians wandering around, and there was uh, <laughs> Austin Powers Jag, and there was certain yeah. other things you could get. GTA London, eh? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. but then when it when it changed to mm. how it is and how it became, I got lost in that, just yeah. nicking cars. And then you'd be, you'd be, I remember driving. I was just coming out of London, and I'm like, I'm sat in traffic, and I'm like, oh, just. Could just go across that that thing there. It's like the yeah. microphone. Just, I'm just gonna go across that that bank. You know, the microphone just <laughs> fell down. Sorry. Sorry <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I'm gonna have to come in and effect and repair. Yeah, I didn't even touch it. It just fell down. It does that. Oh, <laughs> good. I'm glad he just does that. <laughs> Paul, I thought you were in a, like a different country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we've ruined it. Now. <laughs> there we are. I think, I think that's it. Yeah. I shit myself, did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> when it came down, ah! I shot myself. You should be able to, you should be able to handle it, shouldn't it? That's it? gonna go again, isn't it? Amazon, it feels like Fucking it's Fucking Amazon, Jeff Bezos, you prick. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. How's that, right. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. That was one thing I really didn't like about doing Twitch was technically being, because he owns Twitch, Amazon owns that, so ah, right. uh, technically being a Jeff Bezos employee made me want to, I kept saying on my stream that I was going to get a jet ski and like, like drive it to his private island and skin him and like wear his skin as a mask and like talk to his family as him. And I feel like that was affecting my progress as a twitching funny, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah, he knows any, anyone's anyone cunt anymore. Or <laughs> you get that like knives. <laughs> Do you like potato peelers as weapons? <laughs> what you you need to get down here and get yourself a brand new jet ski and it comes with a free peeler. That was something I seen in London once as well on the, on the subject of like trainer adverts. It was like uh, I was walking past a shoe shop and I just seen a a Nike trainer with a plant grown out it. Like yeah, it, right. the trainer was the plant plot and it, the plant pot and it yeah. was like you know a plant was coming out of it and it was like yep yeah, we we're um, 
were good for the environment as shoes. And I was just, I just remember being just like, what? How bad is, how hard has it got to market shoes to people that you have to be like, this will save the planet and this will yeah, shit save your fucked brain? Yeah. That is when they start, yeah, when they start manipulating it in that way, like it's this is the thing you're looking for. Because mm-hmm. they all know there's a bit of, there's a little bit of us missing. Mm-hmm. And we're forever striving to fill that, that little hole or that thing that stops the voices screaming for a bit. Yeah, it's totally. always it's like oh yeah, and and you go and you, and then you so you do buy that thing, and then for a minute you're you're hit with the dopamine and the oh yeah, got it. That that you're right. That you're right. I've worn these to a gig. That's the ticket. <laughs> Next morning, oh no, I can feel that need. It's fucking mad being human, isn't it? It is mad being human, but I really fucking detest that kind of advertising. Do you know what I mean? Like, I really... Maybe just because it's something... Because I'm always like, God, how could I... What could I use to make myself feel better? You know, yeah. just... And then to, for somebody to be so obvious about it, I don't yeah. mind... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mind, like, a good advert. Like, where it's kind of sly about the fact that it knows that there's something missed in my life. Yeah. <laughs> when it's so obvious, like... Do you know what would make you feel better? <laughs> Adidas. Oh. You go, what, the thing I've just been talking about for the last <laughs> half an hour? <laughs> but it is funny when, when you don't, you haven't even been on your phone, but you've been talking oh. about something. Yeah. About, oh, we need a new ironing board. And then the next thing, 40 adverts for ironing boards. It really pisses me off the fact that uh, the voice recognition can detect what things I'm interested in. But it can't detect like me going like Alexa, play Megadeth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, because uh, my accent's so thick, I have to put on an English accent to do voice oh, stuff. Fuck. Do you know what I mean? I have to go. Um, what's a voice thing? Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, what's voice activated? I can't even think. Well, there was a there's a there's a sketch. Uh, I can't remember. The Bernstein thing. Where it's like. Floor three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's on and he's on his shoulders. He's on his shoulders and, then, yeah, and he did finish. He's like freedom, freedom. <laughs> exactly. That is such a fucking pain in the ass. So it's fucked up that it can understand me when it's spying on me, but it can't understand yeah. me when it's actually asking me for stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It, 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 well, I, I talk about this. This one of the bits of material I managed to get out of this <clears throat> this Zoom era. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that. Captain Kirk would just be sat in his chair mm-hmm. and he'd just sit down and out of nowhere he just speaks into the sky Captain's log blah 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 and then something somewhere would record it mm-hmm. and it'd be perfect and and but at no point did Spock lean over again <laughs> you might want to start that again yeah. uh, it wasn't it hasn't hasn't recognised what you were saying yeah. I think you said Captain's log and you need to hit the T. You need to hit the T if you're going to get that captain's log. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. Captain's <laughs> log. Try an accent. Captain's log. <laughs> it's always nah, it's, that. Nah, that, it's that fucking... Pronounced RP voice. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This just screams colonialism <laughs> and, and raping and pillaging of the world. <laughs> That's still the voice of the fucking... Le- of, our, of our rulers, Alexa. Yeah, totally, man. and the thing is, even if you say the word Alexa, if you're not even talking to her, I, it still goes what? 
like it would just it's Dame's what he's doing is like, I don't oh. have one I don't have one because I'm too freaked out by shit like yeah. that yeah I haven't like, got one we had one at work yeah. at this job I had yeah mm-hmm. we, haven't got, we haven't got that yeah but I, even when I was like doing Twitch streams and stuff like there was a, a wee Serbian guy who had watched me called um, Alexa Milosevic You're so right. he would talk to me and I'd go what's happening Alexa how's it going and then me saying that on people's computer would set, that would set off like five Alexas <laughs> in other people's house going Say that again. I say, yeah, I didn't quite catch that. That's <laughs> <laughs> like fuck, man. It's, it's so fucking, creepy. But this is the thing, and they talk about Sean McLaughlin in his show. Hail Mary talks about the fact that nobody said that when we got to the future, there'd still be elements of the past still with us. I haven't you know, seen that show and I need to see it because I seen Sean see at the Glasgow you, Comedy Festival a couple of years ago and he was fucking amazing, man. Got to fucking see it. I won't yeah. say any more than that. Yeah, because it's some fucking brilliant bits in it, and it's it's true. We're in this future that is still shit. It's like it's like the original Star Wars, like the yeah. first one, <laughs> when all the droids are all fucking sandy and shit. Yeah, and yeah, like... yeah. And they have to bang the the the, the they have to bang the console of the Millennium Falcon like a knackered telly <laughs> to get it going. <laughs> and that's yeah. where we're at, man. And it and it and so and uh, so I'm not surprised people said to. A, f- a bit all over the place because we're technology and that we're hurtling in one direction where it's all you know this is the new thing that's the new thing but we're still us we're still we're still the same meat sacks that we were at the beginning of everything yeah and that's and that's why it's difficult for us to sort of we're still this this bag of screaming voices and and and, and I think that's we're becoming we're, it's been becoming more and more difficult for us to sort of fit in Mm-hmm. To this, to this ever-changing world, this really quick-changing world. I think that's why it's nice now. We're putting the brakes on a little bit and going. Do you want to talk about how you're feeling for a bit? Because <laughs> yeah. I can't deal with that, and I'm pretty sure you can't deal with that. Uh-huh. Do you want some shoes? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't like it when the mental health movement is co-opted. Yeah. to sell stuff but it is very it is a very positive thing as long as people are going about it the right way people yeah. aren't using it as an excuse for shit behaviour yeah um, but yeah, yeah. It is, it, things are better I still haven't been to see a therapist but that's mostly because I can't afford one <laughs> so. nah, you know, that's the other thing as well isn't it it's that and then you might not find the right one straight away there's that I've only 100%. just learned about that You, it's all about a relationship and you might not make that connection first off so you're going to have to try a few and it's funny you mentioned adverts because there's adverts on these on this podcast and and you, you again you kind of question it but then you go well we have to have them because it brings to. in a little bit of money and then it mm-hmm. keeps it going and there's that but yeah if this if it got to a point i'd have to be sat there just selling fucking mattresses and then the, <laughs> it just kind of yeah it kind of cancels out what you're doing but you, you can't live ethically in the society that we live in full stop you can't do it so you you need to kind of just draw the line wherever you draw it and that's up to you as an individual do you know what I mean like it's impossible to there was this thing where they they, I think it was Blind Boy tried to do a thing where he tried to find somebody who was living like a no no carbon footprint yeah and he was just living in the woods by himself like just eating food that he grew and like drinking water for the rain and stuff and they were like, so you think you live an ethical existence? And then they found out that he had a torch and 
the torch had batteries and you can't get batteries without like zinc mines do you know what I mean like Fuck. without these horrible mines where cunts are dying yeah in like Africa and stuff so you know they were like with that the guy was like it's just it's just the batteries that's, the, that's it yeah that <laughs> but, go, but that's still but it's still impossible yeah. Yeah. it is impossible you're we're at a point now where it, yeah you, there's absolutely no way anything you do even like the oat milk like Oakley was uh, mm-hmm. now you've got the people that are destroying the rainforest were, were <laughs> putting money into it it's fucked you can't you cannot uh, the, the fact that you're alive yeah. means that you can't live but all you, what you can do like you said just now it's just do the best you can mm. in, in, in any area that you can you know just to just to try and get by and not be too guilt ridden me and my girlfriend kind of fall out about this a wee bit because um, she is a very she loves her recycling she loves her uh, she you know she's not drinking any dairy like milk she's into like her oat milk and her, she makes her own cashew milk and empty glass wow. iron brew bottles that you know I drink that iron brew and she fills it up with <laughs> cashew milk that's alright that's a and she's into all this stuff and you know it, she doesn't like plastic bags and stuff like that so uh, if we're buying spring onions and Morrison's I'll be like oh let's get the ones in the bag she'll be like no let's get the individual ones in the brown bag and stuff but I just I always feel like let's just look after maybe this is like a mid-Tory-ish way of looking at things right but let's just look after ourselves to the point where we can function and then you know all the environment stuff's went right out the window this last year and a half nobody's talking about Greta Thunberg now (laughs) people are like cunts are dying (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly yeah 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 it's um, it really has shone a light on a lot of a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. that that uh, you know it just goes and it's made you realise how fragile our -hmm. existence really is it just took one thing (laughs) to just fucking what just just go rumbling through oh Totally, man. That's been a big. That's been a big problem. Of when I was a lot younger, I had a lot of kind of mental health problems, and I didn't really resolve them. But mm. my job kind of sorted out a lot yeah. of stuff for me. Where I was always looking forward to. I had a gig five nights a week. You know, yeah. twice a night sometimes. So I always had something to look forward to. Right, get ready for that. Get ready for that. Yeah. Every year a new friend show. Get ready for that. Get ready for that. And uh, my job kind of gave me that sense of like self-worth and like yeah. an identity and then like a year ago do you know so it's been a full year without yeah. i've tried had to try and find other stuff to determine like my identity do you know what i mean yeah so yeah it's been a right tough year and a half and that's what we that's exactly what we've been doing is that finding out what we are be beyond comedy or mm-hmm. be behind comedy even mm. you know and i think it's really it's made me realise what I had, and I'm more I'm more appreciative. I'll, mm. I'm I'm definitely now be more appreciative of it. It looks like it's starting to kind of start again. And yeah, I've got some Scotland still not seen anything. So oh, really, Scotland still like no gigs booked in, please, because we do not know. Whereas England, like a lot of clubs are booking in weekends, and I've got yeah. some, and I'm like, fuck, I hope this goes ahead. Oh, see, so I didn't. I, Oh yeah, I wasn't aware. That's the thing when you forget, you forget that Scotland, England, Ireland, Wales, separate. You got separate things going on. <laughs> yeah. I forget that. 
because you just go we're on the same eye we're on the same bit of bit of land so i just forget Aye. yeah so i'm down here and everyone's and I, i've got to be honest it's been a few times people have gone i can't believe it we're going to be doing this and i'm like oh, i don't want to get too excited <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm looking at the news and they're already talking about like it's like the doors are open and spring's here and it's like ah, come on we've, we're going back out and yeah Scotland's not fucking nah. doing that man it's, it's it, like do you know how gigs started in England again nah. like in like August or September like right. some clubs started doing gigs so yeah like, yeah 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 Top Secret and yeah. Camden Comedy Club and uh, yeah that just Never happened up here. <laughs> so really? It's, just, it's been like everything's. Yeah. There's, there's not been a crowd in a venue since March. Fuck, man. So, so you didn't very, even tr- very jealous looking at the Australian oh, comedy fuck. festivals and oh mate, stuff, you know. I said that Mick Nevin was out oh, there and he's doing yeah. the the pub crawls. He's doing this, and I'm like, I'm really pleased to see you like having a good time. But fuck off. Get I know. He's a lovely guy, man. Yeah, he's a beauty. Like... I love I love Mick. He's been on here actually. He's that was a good chat. That was a good chat. He had a great show a couple of years ago about uh free getting free sachets of sauce on your sausage roll. Oh yeah. And I mean in Australia. Like, that's it. Yeah. That's such a cool thing to do show <laughs> A whole show. Yeah, I know. That's class. <laughs> but you're holding it together though. You've got your girlfriend understands that you know. If, uh, <laughs> yeah, minute, not minute, great for a podcast, but I just made a worried <laughs> face. <laughs> it's very, very tenuous, you know. If we'd had this conversation a week ago, I would be less uh, cool, and I think maybe a week from now I'll be a less cool yeah. again. I, I, I always see my mental health as like the. Uh, like being in the ocean, <laughs> you know, and like you know that way when you're in the sea and a wave's coming and you go, Whoo! Yeah. and you like go up with it. Sometimes you go out of it, and sometimes it goes over your head. Sometimes you're like yeah. looking the other way, and somebody's on the beach, like it's coming, it's coming, and you're like, what? <laughs> and then <laughs> you're upside down, and there's a starfish near us. Do you know what I mean? So. <laughs> but that's why it's mental health, isn't it? And that's why you have to do things to look after it. And I know I've found. I mean, I don't do Twitch and things like that, but because everything screens now. So I've had to physically, I put my phone away mm-hmm. and come away from it because I could feel myself getting sick mm-hmm. more than, and I, I just don't feel right. Do you have anything that you use for your mental health that is bad for you in other ways, but it's good for your head? What are we talking? I, I, this, this is a hot take, great. Um... I don't think there's anything better for my mental health that I use to self-medicate than smoking fags. Yeah, really? I think smoke, like, what do you do when you're, this isn't good advice, (laughs) but what do you do when you're freaking out? You go outside and you take deep breaths. Yeah. When you smoke a fag, you are legally obligated (laughs) to leave the situation and then... I mean that really fixes me. I don't think it's the nicotine. I think it's just breathing. Yeah, yeah, it's just the whole thing, the whole, the whole pantomime of the the mm-hmm. thing you're doing. It's the going out. It's the getting the fags. It's the going outside. And when you have social anxiety, a lot of the issue is 
I'm in a situation that's fucking freaking me out. I wish I had an excuse yeah. to leave this conversation. <laughs> I need to go for a fact. People are like, I totally understand you're addicted. Great, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they've got a break from you as well for a bit. Going, oh, I 100%. He's out. God, that cunt smells, you know. That's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I take weed. So you said you know someone? I know <laughs> someone. I actually know someone that smokes a lot of weed. <laughs> and, uh, I, I don't smoke it to get weed mm-hmm. butter and doing it properly takes about four hours mm-hmm. like I'd have it I'd have it on my toast in the morning and I uh, just gone for the day for the day you you need to be comfortable with the people you're with though yeah definitely because you know I had a brief serious weed phase when basically I was loving my mum and dad when I was in high school and not having a good time so I left, went to university in Edinburgh. So only an hour away, but yeah. for some reason I was like, I'm going to go into student halls, like halls of residence. <laughs> so I was living with people who needed stu- like halls. So it was like a Russian guy and an Irish guy. And the Russian yeah. guy smoked weed every day. He was like a wee tiny guy called Ilushka. And he had a wee beanie on and he just like did acid all the time and like Fuck. smoked weed every day. And like the living room had a uh, heat detector not a smoke detector so we could just sit and smoke in a living room fuck and, man and uh, he was nice but he had a lot of like seven foot Russian oh, yeah. like what you think like he was not what I thought of when I thought of like what Russian does like these guys were like <laughs> the Soviet military do you know what I mean yeah. like pure, and pure like handsome and they would I would smoke like I would have like two puffs and like lose my mind and then these guys would start talking to each other in Russian and I'd be like Whoa. god they're calling me an asshole. They're talking about how they're going to kill me. They're going to poison me. They're going to overchalk me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, you don't need that. You don't need that. You, need you don't need guys talking in Russian oh, when you're out your nut. Yeah. I remember being. I remember being in another country and I'd done acid, and I'm coming down, and I'm in a Burger King, and I'm with the, uh, one of the girls from the from the thing we were doing, mm-hmm. and we were both just sort of rocking in a Burger King, and I'm like, ah. Oh, <laughs> And I could hear, funnily enough, Russian voices mm. behind me. And I'm like, oh, oh, God. And they're like, I'm like, there's these big Russian dudes behind me. And I'm oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Turn around. They weren't even, they weren't even speaking Russian. They weren't even, <laughs> they weren't even big. They were just little fellas. <laughs> I lost my mind. And I'm just like, I never want to do this again in, mm. in a public place amongst other people. If I'm going to do anything at all, I want to do it where all my things are. Yeah. All my stuff. Well, I've never had an environment where I've been able to kind of smoke stuff or take stuff in a, like a safe place with like people I trust. Because my girlfriend doesn't like stuff like that. And right, yeah. I haven't really done any drugs in fucking ages because, you know, she doesn't yeah. like them. And, you know, so it's always okay. I always feel like that, that's the thing. Like, I was always too far away from my house with people I didn't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that was the issue really <laughs> yeah that's it it's all about logistics yeah and the company that you were keeping in yeah I know that man but yeah but, I always felt like we'd properly like it's good for some people it wasn't it didn't go for me maybe it was just all the Russian guys I was hanging out yeah. with but I remember one time he, he rolled a joint and then put the joint in the bong so you were smoking the oh. joint through the bong and I'd never done like a bomb before I never smoked a bomb before right? so I put my mouth to it and he was like is that thing with the bubbles and shit and the light yeah. and he was like just breathe in but like when he did that he said to me 
And now the journey begins. Oh, no! And I laughed into the bong, and the bong shot the joint out because I laughed into it. <laughs> and the joint shot across the room and hit a mad Russian guy, and he's like, What the shit? What these flames? Yeah, totally. Just set fire to a guy for, you know, St. Petersburg. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to put you off. So uh, stuff like yeah. that doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you do weed anymore? Killed a man. Set fire. Well, you know, one of my pals was covered in petrol. and uh... <laughs> One thing led to another. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This has been really nice. I'm really pleased you could come on. Oh, um, thanks a lot, mate. Cheers. I want you to... You, I, I, having only spent a brief amount of time with you you are a you're a special dude and <laughs> i want you to look after yourself and uh hopefully we'll get i can't wait to i'm not saying hopefully when we will yeah when we get, get together i can't wait man and we can go look at the charity shops and be fucking cool look at blouses be let's great. get some serious blouses and some, some adidas fun. trainers man let's yeah do let's do it we'll rock up the gig that <laughs> night the fuck are these two been doing <laughs> smoking big joints yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, where can where can we find you, man? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So I'm on Twitter at MacArthur Boyd. I'm on Instagram MacArthur dot Boyd because my dad took MacArthur Boyd and he won't give me it, even though what? Arguably, my media career is more important than his hairdressing career. <laughs> uh, what else? I'm, I'm starting a podcast soon called Enjoy an Album with my friend Liam Withnail. No, oh, nice. The, yeah, that'd the be cool. Dawn, where we just listen to uh, albums and shit together and then talk about them. So, yeah, keep oh, an eye man. out for me, man. Yeah, I will do. We'll spread the word. Don't worry about that. This has been fantastic. Take care of yourself, man. Thanks for having me on, man. Really appreciate it. See you later. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk Shooting, live streaming, and podcast production. <laughs>